Section 12 of Lives of the Most Eminent Painters, Sculptors, and Architects, Volume 7, by Giorgio Vasari, translation by Gaston de C. de Vere. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Rita Boutros. Section 12 Life of Giuliano Bugiardini, Painter of Florence. Before the siege of Florence, the population had multiplied in such great numbers that the widespread suburbs which lay without every gate together with the churches monasteries and hospitals formed as it were another city inhabited by many honourable persons and by good craftsmen of every kind although for the most part they were less wealthy than those of the city and lived there with less expense in the way of customs dues and the like in one of these suburbs, then, without the Porta a Faenza, was born Giuliano Bugiardini, who lived there, even as his ancestors had done, until the year 1529, when all the suburbs were pulled down. But before that, when still a mere lad, he began his studies in the garden of the Medici on the Piazza di San Marco, in which, attending to the study of art under the sculptor Bertoldo, he formed such straight friendship and intimacy with Michelagnolo Buonarti that he was much beloved by Buonarti ever afterwards, which Michelagnolo did not so much because of any depth that he saw in Giuliano's manner of drawing as on account of the extraordinary diligence and love that he showed towards art. There was in Giuliano, besides this, a certain natural goodness and a sort of simplicity in his mode of living, free from all envy and malice, which vastly pleased Buonarti. Nor was there any notable defect in him save this, that he loved too well the works of his own hand. For although all men are wont to err in this respect, Giuliano, in truth, passed all due bounds, whatever may have been the reason, either the great pains and diligence that he put into executing them, or some other cause. Wherefore, Michelagnolo used to call him blessed, since he appeared to be content with what he knew, and himself unhappy, in that no work of his ever fully satisfied him. After Giuliano had studied design for some time in the above-named garden, he worked, together with Buonarti and Granacci, under Domenico Ghirlandajo, at the time when he was painting the chapel in Santa Maria Novella. Then, having made his growth, and becoming a passing good master, he betook himself to work in company with Mariotto Albertinelli in Gualfanda in which place he finished a panel picture that is now at the door of entrance of Santa Maria Maggiore in Florence, containing Sant'Alberto, a Carmelite friar, who has under his feet the devil in the form of a woman, a work that was much extolled. It was the custom in Florence before the siege of 1530, at the burial of dead persons of good family and noble blood, to carry in front of the bier a string of pennons fixed round a panel that a porter bore on his head, which pennons were afterwards left in the church in memory of the deceased and of his family. 
now when the elder cosimo rucellai died bernardo and pala his sons in order to have something new thought of not having pennons but in place of them a quadrangular banner four braccia wide and five braccia high with some pennons at the foot containing the arms of the rucellai these men therefore giving this work to giuliano to execute he painted on the body of the said banner four great figures executed very well namely san cosimo san damiano st peter and st paul which were truly most beautiful paintings and done with more diligence than had ever been shown in any other work on cloth these and other works of giuliano's having been seen by mariato albertinelli he recognized how careful giuliano was in following the designs that were put before him without departing from them by a hair's breadth and since he was preparing in those days to abandon art he gave him to finish a panel picture that fra bartolomeo de san marco his friend and companion had formerly left only designed and shaded with water-colours on the gesso of the panel as was his custom giuliano then setting his hand to this work executed it with supreme diligence and labour and it was placed at that time in the church of san gallo without the gate of that name the church and convent were afterwards pulled down on account of the siege and the picture was carried into the city and placed in the priest's hospital in the via de san gallo and then from there into the convent of san marco and finally into San Jacopo Trafossi, on the Canto degli Alberti, where it stands at the present day on the high altar. In this picture is the dead Christ with the Magdalene, who is embracing his feet, and St. John the Evangelist, who is holding his head and supporting it on one knee. There likewise are St. Peter, who is weeping, and St. Paul, who, stretching out his arms, is contemplating his dead master and to tell the truth giuliano executed this picture with so much lovingness and so much consideration and judgment that he will be always very highly extolled for it even as he was at that time and that rightly and after this he finished for cristofano rinieri a picture with the rape of dina that had been likewise left incomplete by the same fra bartolomeo and he painted another picture like it which was sent to france not long afterwards having been drawn to bologna by certain friends he executed some portraits from life and for a chapel in the new choir of san francesco an altarpiece in oils containing our lady and two saints which was held at that time in bologna from there not being many masters there to be a good work and worthy of praise then having returned to florence he painted for i know not what person five pictures of the life of our lady which are now in the house of maestro andrea pasquale physician to his excellency and a man of great distinction messer pala rucellai having commissioned him to execute an altar-piece that was to be placed on his altar in santa maria novella giuliano began to paint in it the martyrdom of saint catherine the virgin 
mountains in labor he had it in hand for twelve years but never carried it to completion after all that time because he had no invention and knew not how to paint the many various things that had a part in that martyrdom and although he was always racking his brain as to how those wheels should be made and how he should paint the lightning and the fire that consumed them constantly changing one day what he had done the day before in all that time he was never able to finish it it is true that in the meantime he executed many works and among others for messer francesco gucciardini who had returned from bologna and was then living in his villa at montici writing his history a portrait of him which was a passing good likeness and pleased him much he took the portrait likewise of signora angela de rossi the sister of the count of san secondo for signor alessandro vitelli her husband who was then on garrison duty in florence for messer ottaviano de medici he painted in a large picture copied from one by fra sebastiano del piombo two full-length portraits pope clement seated and fra niccolo della magna standing and in another picture likewise with incredible pains and patience he portrayed pope clement seated and before him bartolomeo valori who is kneeling and speaking to him next the above-named messer ottaviano de medici having besought giuliano privately that he should take for him the portrait of michelagnolo buonarti he set his hand to it and after he had kept michelagnolo who used to take pleasure in his conversation sitting for two hours giuliano said to him michelagnolo if you wish to see yourself get up and look for i have now fixed the expression of the face michelagnolo having risen and looked at the portrait said to giuliano laughing what the devil have you been doing you have painted me with one of my eyes up in the temple give a little thought to what you are doing hearing this giuliano after standing pensive for a while and looking many times from the portrait to the living model answered in serious earnest to me it does not seem so but sit you down again and i shall see a little better from the life whether it be true buonarti who knew whence the defect arose and how small was the judgment of bugiardini straightway resumed his seat grinning and giuliano looked many times now at michelagnolo and now at the picture and then finally rising to his feet declared to me it seems that the thing is just as i have drawn it and that the life is in no way different well then answered buonarti it is a natural deformity go on and spare neither brush nor art and so giuliano finished the picture and gave it to messer ottaviano together with the portrait of pope clement by the hand of fra sebastiano as buonarti desired who had sent to rome for it giuliano afterwards made for cardinal innocenzio sibo a copy of the picture in which raffaello d'arbino had formerly painted portraits of pope leo cardinal giulio de medici and cardinal de rossi 
but in place of cardinal de rossi he painted the head of cardinal sibon in which he acquitted himself very well and he executed the whole picture with great diligence and labor at that time likewise he took the portrait of sensio guasconi who was then a very beautiful youth and after this he painted at the villa of bacchio valori at olmo e castello a tabernacle in fresco which although it had not much design was well and very carefully executed meanwhile palla rucellai was pressing him to finish his altarpiece of which mention has been made above and giuliano resolved to take Michelagnolo one day to see it and so after he had brought him to the place where he kept it and had described to him with what pains he had executed the lightning flash which coming down from heaven shivers the wheels and kills those who are turning them and also a sun which bursting from a cloud delivers st catherine from death he frankly besought michelagnolo who could not keep from laughing as he heard poor bugiardini's lamentations that he should tell him how to make eight or ten principal figures of soldiers in the foreground of this altarpiece drawn up in line after the manner of a guard and in the act of flight some being prostrate some wounded and others dead for said giuliano he did not know for himself how to foreshorten them in such a manner that there might be room for them all in so narrow a space in the fashion that he had imagined in line bornarti then having compassion on the poor man and wishing to oblige him went up to the picture with a piece of charcoal and outlined with a few strokes lightly sketched in a line of marvellous nude figures which foreshortened in different attitudes were falling in various ways some backward and others forward with some wounded or dead and all executed with that judgment and excellence that were peculiar to michelagnolo this done he went away with the thanks of giuliano who not long afterwards took tribolo his dearest friend to see what bornarti had done telling him the whole story but since as has been related bornarti had drawn his figures only in outline bugardini was not able to put them into execution because there were neither shadows in them nor any other help whereupon tribolo resolved to assist him and thus made some sketch models in clay which he executed excellently well giving them that boldness of manner that michelagnolo had put into the drawing and working them over with the gradin which is a toothed instrument of iron to the end that they might be somewhat rough and might have greater force and thus finished he gave them to giuliano however since that manner did not please the smooth fancy of bugiardini no sooner had tribolo departed than he took a brush and dipping it from time to time in water so smoothed them that he took away the gradine marks and polished them all over insomuch that whereas the lights should have served as contrast to make the shadows stronger he contrived to destroy all the excellence that made the work perfect which having afterwards heard from giuliano himself tribolo laughed at the foolish simplicity of the man 
and Giuliano finally delivered the work finished in such a manner that there is nothing in it to show that Michelagnolo ever looked at it. In the end, being old and poor, and having very few works to do, Giuliano applied himself with extraordinary and even incredible pains to make a pieta in a tabernacle that was to go to Spain with figures of no great size, and executed it with such diligence that it seems a strange thing to think of an old man of his age having the patience to do such a work for the love that he bore to art on the doors of that tabernacle in order to depict the darkness that fell at the death of the saviour he painted a knight on a black ground copied from the one by the hand of michelagnolo which is in the sacristy of san lorenzo but since that statue has no other sign than an owl giuliano amusing himself over his picture of night by giving rein to his fancy painted there a net for catching thrushes by night with the lantern and one of those little vessels holding a candle or rather a candle end that are carried about at night with other such-like things that have something to do with darkness and gloom such as nightcaps quaffs, pillows, and bats. Wherefore Buonarti was like to dislocate his jaw with laughing when he saw this work, and considered with what strange caprices Bugiardini had enriched his night. Finally, after having always been that kind of man, Giuliano died at the age of seventy-five, and was buried in the church of San Marco at Florence in the year 1556. Giuliano once relating to Bronzino how he had seen a very beautiful woman, after he had praised her to the skies, Bronzino said, Do you know her? No, answered Giuliano, but she is a miracle of beauty. Just imagine that she is a picture by my hand, and there you have her. End of section 12